0: Welcome back to BrailleCast, connecting the dots for brailleists everywhere, and coming up this time...
1: As you say, it has the note-taker feel, easy to sort of throw in a bag, has all the things you would expect, panning keys and cursor routings and everything that we've become used to on a Braille display, and if you've seen the older Hims devices, that's a pretty big upgrade, you know.
0: We speak with Stuart Lawler of Sight & Sound Technology about the BrailleSense 6. For at least the past 30 years, blind people have been well-served by note-takers. Electronic, computer-like devices with a Perkins-style keyboard and speech and braille output. At their most basic level, they've functioned as an electronic brailler for composing documents and, of course, taking notes. But they've also included functionality such as a calculator, address list, scheduler and latterly, Internet connectivity. Over the past few years, there's been a steady shift towards vastly increasing the capabilities of these devices, with many moving towards either Windows or Android. The latest of these new style of note taker is the BrailleSense 6 from Selvis Healthcare, formerly HIMS. It measures 9.65 by 5.67 by 0.87 inches weighs 1.58 pounds or 2.3 pounds with the case, and is equipped with a 4,519 mAh user-replaceable battery, Wi-Fi up to 802.11ac, Bluetooth 5.1, GPS and compass, USB-C with DisplayPort functionality, full-size SD card slot, 13 megapixel rear camera, microphone and stereo speakers. It's also just received its first software update. Stuart Lawler is Head of Digital Content at Sight & Sound Technology Limited and Business Development Manager at Sight & Sound Ireland. And he joined me to tell us more about this update and the BrailleSense as a whole. So Stuart, welcome to the podcast. It's wonderful to have you here.
1: Thanks, Matthew. Great to be on BrailleCast. I tune in regularly and, and there's always great stuff coming out from you guys. So it's great to be here.
0: Oh, well, thanks very much. The last time you did a Brailleist event for us was in the summer of 2020. And at that point, we were talking about the BrailleSense Polaris. But the BrailleSense Polaris is, um, well, I don't quite want to say is no more. uh, But it has been uh, replaced, if you like, by the BrailleSense 6. And this is the first time we've had a chance to really sit down with you and talk about the BrailleSense 6. So maybe we should start right back at the beginning. What is the BrailleSense 6?
1: Yeah, so as you quite rightly said, we had the Braille Sense Polaris, and we were chatting about that, I think, as you said, in, in last summer. And there was this air of expectation. We were being asked lots of questions, when is the new Braille sense coming out? And you know, nobody really knew, <laughs> including us, I should add. Um, and I know that uh hymns in, in in Korea were were kind of working away in the background, working very hard. So the Braille Sense Six is the next version, I suppose, of the Braille Sense Polaris. It's got a few major upgrades. Um, most notably, the um, Android version is is now version ten as opposed to version five on the on the Polaris. Uh, you've got double RAM, uh, so you had uh, three gigs of RAM on the Braille Sense Polaris. You've got six gigs of RAM on the on the Six, and you have double storage capacity with one hundred and twenty eight gig on the 6 and 64 gig on the Polaris but of course you also have a significantly faster processor called an octacore processor and I think that's one of the things people will notice is the speed at which apps open and maybe um, Android apps in particular Matthew where you know in the on the BrailleSense Polaris certainly lots of um, Android apps or newer Android apps weren't compatible because Android version 5 was was very old it's fair to say. So we're on 10, the big question we're being asked already is, will it get an update to a newer version of Android? And and we've, we've been told it will, it won't happen immediately, but it will happen at uh, some point next year. Uh, I suppose outside of that, the look and feel of the device is very similar to the Polaris, it's ever so slightly slimmer, keyboard is slightly different, uh, keys are maybe a little more Slightly smaller, I think, than than on the Polaris Thirty Two. Anyway, we don't. It's important to say we don't have a mini version of the Braille Sense Six yet. That will come. I'm, I've been told. And in terms of applications, all that you've come to know and love about the Polaris is there, and and some more, um, as we'll probably chat about as you as we go through this. Because at time of recording, and probably shortly after you you uh, you publish this, of course, um, an update has released for the Polaris. Uh, version 1.5 with some new features.
0: Yeah, let's uh, let's just kind of back up just even further for people who are just completely not familiar with Braille Sense at all. This is a note taker, but it's a note taker that runs Android in the background.
1: Yeah, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a hybrid device. I suppose you know the, there's this debate going ongoing for many years about note takers and, and should be they, they be more mainstream. And I suppose Hims were are doing what, in fairness, companies like. HumanWare have been doing as well, and everyone's trying to do the same thing, is make this all in one device that has all the note taker um, efficiencies, I suppose, are things that we might have all used for years, uh, but also has the mainstream apps that you can install from the Play Store. So yes, you can do both. And predominantly, these are being used in education. That's not to say that people, you know, for leisure or, or, you know, haven't got them in their homes or professionals are using them as well, but mainly we're seeing these, in classrooms um, and teachers like them because they can easily for example connect to monitors and they can easily see what what kids are doing Um, it has um, access and synchronization to google drive which can be very useful for lots of schools um, compatible with word doc uh, docx files um, text obviously brf and then powerpoint and pdf files as well can be open natively so you know, those those kind of things can be very useful from a note taker's perspective when it needs to be, um, you know, sort of made made work with other systems in a
0: school. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's actually a note taker form factor, isn't it? So it's nice and light and it has the uh, you know, it has the keyboard that we're all expecting from a note taker. And, it you know, it, it looks like one of the older generation Braille senses or Braille notes, I think it's fair to say.
1: Absolutely. Um, it feels, very, as you say, it has the note taker feel, uh, easy to sort of throw in a bag, has all the things you would expect, panning keys and cursor routings and everything that we've become used to on a Braille display. And if you've seen the older Hims devices, it's interesting, actually, Matthew, because we, we've been running a series of courses over the last couple of weeks. I think you were at one or two of them. Um, and we there's been quite a few people on, uh, coming to those sessions who skipped the Polaris altogether, so who came from the very older BrailleSense U2 models. Um, and for those guys, it's a, that's a pretty big upgrade, you know?
0: Yeah, it must be uh, pretty incredible. So let's talk about um, upgrades and, I mean, well, I mean, let's talk about what's on it. I guess, you know, you've got the traditional word processor that you would expect and notepad and scientific calculator and all of those sorts of things. Uh, and that was... That was kind of it. Although I shouldn't really say that was kind of it because that's actually kind of a big part of what you'd use a note taker for. And of course it has an email client and a web browser. But what are some of the new things that have come in this latest software update that's just been released?
1: Sure. and Just before we talk about what's in the update, I just want to flag one feature that has been in the Braille Sense 6 since time of launch and also in the latest update of the Polaris. And it's something that people were asking for for a long time and it's language profiles. So it's uh, the ability to be able to um, create profiles for multiple languages to switch Braille, speech and system language if you wish and if it's if it's there uh, at the very same time. And there's going to be some more work done on that in the next little while, Matthew, for situations where people are using um, documents where there are multiple languages, where you can have language switching happening automatically, assuming, of course, there's always a bit of a caveat with these things, assuming that the document has been marked up correctly. But I do want to flag language profiles. This is something we've been talking about a lot and looking for for a long time and something that teachers are quite excited about. But to go back to your question about the update, there's probably three things, there's lots more, but there's three things I wanted to mention uh, in relation to the update. The first is a podcast app. And I should add that um, at least the first two that I'm gonna talk about, people can find more information about if you go to the site and sound. Uh, Website, or if you search for Sight and Sound Technology Podcast wherever you get your podcasts, all our recent Braille Sense Six training sessions are up there and they're available if anyone wants to have a listen. The podcast app allows you to subscribe, to search for, and um, download, and indeed listen uh, to podcasts uh, using um, the uh, um, iTunes directory and also um, two other podcast directories. Um, And allows you to to search for podcasts and subscribe to them and download those podcasts, play them either in the podcast app or in the Braille Sense 6's Media Player, which is an application that Braille Sense 6 and indeed Braille Sense Sense Polaris and and older uh, units, uh, users of older units will also be familiar with. Um, and of course, it also allows you because it downloads uh, the MP3 files to um, to copy those or put those wherever you wish. I think the podcast app is going to be one that, and I even see in the last few days since the update came out, a lot of people are speaking very favorably about the podcast app. Second thing is something called the Wikipedia or Wiki search, they're calling it. Um, this is a kind of an interesting one because. Much and all, as I talk fondly and liberally about the Braille Sense Six and how great it is, one of the things I will be quite open with and say it it is probably not a device you would buy if you wanted to do a lot of web browsing. Um, its own browser is uh, rather, um, I suppose I would say, limited in what it does. It's it's predominantly text based, and a lot of um, a lot of websites nowadays struggle to render correctly on it. And if you're using something like Chrome or another browser whilst you can use it, it may not be an efficient way to do a lot of heavy duty web browsing. So one of the things HIMs have done in response to this is they've built a little tool that will allow you to search um, wikipedia and wiktionary.com. And you can search uh, those sites, uh, you can pull content from them, you can read it in easy to navigate um, edit boxes using familiar note taker type functions where you can tab through the content and then you can save the content for offline reading or sharing later on. It also has a system wide web search. So if you're reading a document and there's a word under your cursor that you're not sure what it is, you can issue a keystroke to get a definition of that word or to go to the web if you want as well to get a Google search for that word. And that, of course, uses the native Hymns browser for the resulting searches. So we think the Wiki search um, is is going to be one that people will like again to be able to look things up quickly. And the third one is the Hymns or the Sense Bible application. Uh, this didn't appear in the Polaris at all, but users of the Braille Sense U2, I think, some people really liked this, and there was a big campaign, I think, especially in the U.S. to bring this back um so this has been brought back to the braille sense 6. it's a separate download it doesn't come pre-installed on the device but it uh, it can be downloaded and i think those people who use the sense bible or who have used it in the past and who would have liked it back uh, will be very happy to hear that and just i suppose finally from a um I guess um, an ease of use in terms of transferring content, there's um, a backup flash disk facility and a restore flash disk facility. So whilst you could in the past uh, backup your settings, you would have had to manually save or copy your files either onto onto a removable storage or cloud storage. And now you can back up the entire flash disk and uh, restore the flash disk either onto a new unit or if you need for some reason to reset your unit or if your unit has to go back so the update's available now for any users of the braille sense 6 you should have received an automatic update notification and for some reason if you didn't you can check for it in the utilities option under upgrade braille sense 6
0: firmware and that's wonderful. And the whole update happens over Wi-Fi, doesn't it? You don't need to you know, download it to a flash device or anything like that.
1: It does. You can do that if you wish, of course. You can still do it. The or You can download to a flash device. But yes, it happens over Wi-Fi. Please make sure your device is plugged in. And it won't update unless the battery is at 40% or greater.
0: OK. So this is brilliant. So it's sounding like this machine can sort of do just about everything. Um, <laughs> And, you know, and, and it's bringing more and more of this to the note taker side of things. Of course, the danger of having a machine that can do nearly everything is that people want it to do all the rest of the stuff that it can't um, already do. So what about if somebody wants to, you know, use it to browse Facebook or go on Zoom or, you know, something like that?
1: So great question. And thankfully, because we have uh, the Android uh, operating system, you can use Zoom from the Play Store, for example. Uh, I I have done this myself on previous uh, webinars. I know um, Jenny Axler, who people will know from uh, Hims, of course, Jenny has done this several times as well. Uh, Facebook is a lot more snappy on the Braille Sense 6 than it was on the Polaris. And I think that will be true of a lot of apps you might try. There's just a general faster feeling, thanks to the processor that we talked about earlier on. And things like Netflix, for example, Matthew, are are, are much snappier. And, and whilst, as you said, it sounds like it can do everything, I, we're not by any means saying it's perfect. We're always trying to refine little niggles, for example, with UEB math and how things are formatted. And we're always feeding those back to hymns. And we, I always say uh, to teachers, especially and students, and I will say it on this podcast as well, if you find something that's not working, please tell us, because hymns are very responsive and they will fix these things quickly. And we're getting patches to test uh, pretty much every 10 days at the moment. And updates can be, can be very quick. So if something's wrong, let us know. If something doesn't work, there's all sorts of functions that we can talk to people about that will um, allow us to log what you're doing on your Braille Sense 6. And that greatly helps uh, the development team in
0: Korea. Well, that's brilliant. Uh, it, it's really good to hear a company that is so responsive, um, especially because, I mean, it, it is worth saying, isn't it? This software, this, this whole product, in fact, is being uh, developed in Korea. So it's also wonderful to have the backing of a company like Sight & Sound that can do all of the localization and, you know, um, help out with all of those sorts of problems for a UK audience.
1: Yeah, and we're delighted to like. It's I suppose for me and um, Matthew. I, I know for yourself, and, and I suppose I guess people who, who choose to listen to this podcast in particular, the the very title Braille Cast and, and Braille is very much foremost in in lots of our minds. And anything that supports and promotes and makes the use of Braille as easy as possible for blind and sighted alike, uh, I'm 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 all for it.
0: Indeed. So there'll be those people who are listening who are really, you know, really, really, you know, impressed with this and will want to go out and and buy one straight away. There will be those that say, well, yeah, but if it's an Android setup, then, you know, why, why couldn't I just use um, an Android device, you know, an Android smartphone or an Android tablet with a, with a Braille display? And I think for me, what it comes down to is the, 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 the simplicity with which you can switch between sort of the note taker apps and the Android apps. The Android apps don't really feel like note taker apps because you can still use first letter navigation and that sort of thing. Would you agree with that?
1: I would. And I would also say that not an, not every Android app is gonna be accessible. So, you know, you, you will come across things that don't work as well. Um, you can, nobody, and I mean, look, you can use a braille display with TalkBack obviously With your tablet mileage will vary depending on what flavor of android you use as you probably know as well matthew and these things are different so i yeah i like the the note taker feel on one side and jumping in and out of apps and going between note taker and uh mainstream let's say um is is very seamless on this and multitasking for example having a number of apps open like for example last week. I discovered or last month. I discovered the use of a really nice little app called OneSync, which syncs OneDrive because we have OneDrive in sight and sound. We Office three six five, and I really needed a way to be able to do that on the Braille Sense six. And all my folders now sync without me doing anything. The OneDrive, uh, the One OneSync app rather, sits in the background and just 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 um, just works away.
0: Oh, that's wonderful, and I was going to come on to this because there are people using OneDrive, there are people using Dropbox. I mean, even beyond file storage, you know, there are people who want their emails to sync between their computers and their note takers or their, their diary or their contacts. I'm guessing that the BrailleSense can do all this and, and you know, and handle it nice and seamlessly.
1: It's all doable. The native HIMSS email client supports Office 365 and Google, Uh, and POP and iMap and and all the things you would expect it to support. Um, But yes, you can synchronize calendars with the scheduler app or with Google Calendar, of course. Um, It's all to do with setting up the accounts on the Android side that will do all the synchronization for you. So, for example, your contacts will sync on the Braille Sense 6, if you have contacts on your email, or what I do, of course, is I have my contacts centrally syncing on my email. My phone is pulling the same set of contacts, and the Braille Sense 6 is pulling the same set of contacts. So if I update a contact on the Braille Sense 6, it gets updated on my phone and everywhere else, which is kind of exactly what you're asking, I think.
0: Yes, absolutely. It is. And I think that is key, isn't it? The Android side is where everything happens, and anything that happens on the Braille Sense is kind of pulling from the Android side rather than the other way around. Exactly,
1: exactly. And, and you know, I, I, I think nowadays people want that synchronization. We all live on many different uh, devices and, and, and as, you, as you quite correctly say, want to be able to view our mail on multiple devices and want to be able to know if we read something on one device, it'll show up as being read on another.
0: Well, I think uh, that's a fairly comprehensive overview of the BrailleSense 6. Just to, to close, though, you, Stuart, are a Braille user yourself and, you know, uh, are, are a blind person and know about these products. How are you using the Braille Sense 6? Is it, is, has it, you know, replaced your laptop as your daily driver? Has it nearly replaced your laptop? You know, what, what's how are you using it just at the moment?
1: okay so i'll be honest and say it hasn't replaced my laptop yet um because i'm because i i'm so, I'm, <laughs> I'm so microsoftist uh and i i do a lot of work in office and i do a lot of work in outlook a lot of my email and calendaring is still done through outlook what it ha- what it has become is my uh my note taker when i'm not at my desk or if i'm popping out to go to a meeting i bring it with me m- m- more so because I find brailing on it to be so comfortable uh that's probably been the key reason for me but i know people who are bringing this with them for days it's managing their email and their their calendar and the whole lot for me i'm 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 using the the note-taking functions but i'm also then when i'm on the train maybe flicking into spotify or apple music uh, i have my a couple of news apps that i use on it and in general in general they've all been working very
0: well yeah, so essentially your laptop has become static almost. Your laptop's staying at home or staying at work, and your Braille Sense is doing all the rest of the heavy lifting for you. Exactly, exactly. That's brilliant. So, if somebody wants to purchase a Braille Sense 6, they do so from Sight and Sound. And uh, you're in the Republic of Ireland. So, uh, do, you, do you know the UK pricing off the top of your head?
1: Yeah, so UK pricing is, uh, I I. I... Time of recording, I think, is just uh, on over £5,400. Um, and that's for the 32-cell model, obviously. We are expecting a mini out next year. We have had a lot of queries about that, and they have promised us one. If anyone is interested in, in getting a demo, and, and I really encourage people to get their hands on this before you part with your money. Uh, it's really important, I think. Give us a call um, at Sight & Sound on 01604 seven nine eight zero seven zero and the sales team in the uk will will sort that out and of course on the web at sightandsound.co.uk but do feel free to get in touch and ask questions or if anyone wants to contact me uh, directly it's Stuart.lowler, lowler with an e at sightandsound.co.uk
0: well that's brilliant thank you very much stuart for being on the podcast and we look forward to seeing what happens to the braille sense line in the future
1: Thanks, Matthew, and great to talk to you. Thanks for the opportunity.
0: And the Braille Sense 6 retails for £4,395, exclusive of VAT. And if you'd like more information, you can find it on the Sight and Sound Technology Limited podcast, or indeed the Sight and Sound Technology Limited YouTube channel. Or you can find it on Sensecast, the international podcast from HIMS, or indeed HIMS International on YouTube. And there are links to all of those in the show notes. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of BrailleCast, the official podcast of the Braillists Foundation. You can find more Braille-related content by subscribing to BrailleCast, all one word, in your podcast client of choice. Or listening to BrailleCast, connecting the dots for Braillists everywhere on your smart speaker. You can also find past episodes on our website at braillecast.com. If you have comments on the podcast or suggestions of topics or guests for future episodes, we’d love to hear from you. Please email help at Braylists.org. You can also find the Braylists on Twitter, at Braylists, or on Facebook, facebookcom Braylists Foundation. Finally, if you like what you’ve heard, spread the word. New listeners are always welcome, so if you know other people who are interested in Braille, please tell them where to find us. In the meantime, on behalf of everyone at the Braillists, thanks for listening and bye for now. The costs of producing this episode were defrayed by a grant from the Activate Fund of the Winston Churchill Memorial Trust. For more information, visit wcmt.org.uk.